Welcome back, everyone, to the After Hours Adventures podcast. I am your eternal dungeon master, Jonathan Eugene Yan, and uh, today we're going to be joining our players as they are at the wonderful, wonderful um, <clears throat> Cobalt Tim's. Uh, thank you guys so much for stopping by. Um, can we first have the order from the big, tall, fucking weird reptile back? I can probably put you on the stove, to be honest. What do you want to order? I'm not going on any stoves. And do you have Davulo? I'm sorry, you do realize that this is a Cobalt Tim's, right? Anyways, a uh, small, energetic-looking girl that is also strangely colored. Hi. Oh yeah, hi. Can I get the hot dog with some goddess tears and some mint on top, please? I don't know what the fuck the last two things were. We have ketchup and ranch. Oh, ketchup and ranch? What's that? And you there, you've been eyeing all the bread up and down for like a while now. Are you finally ready to order? I'll have the meat stick in between the two pillowy chews. Ma'am, this is Denny's. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am, that actually made complete sense. Your order will be out in a second. Thanks! All right, uh, yeah, and so we have Eric McGill. As Tucker Shelby. By the way, who the fuck doesn't have Davulo? It's basic fucking shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm terror. I'm angry. I like on. to mock people. <laughs> God damn it. We have, we have Michelle on. Whoa, what is this red substance? It tastes kind of sweet, and it's also kind of like, uh, vegetable but I can't really tell what it is. And lastly, we have Kylie Gibson. Meat sticks, meat sticks, waiting for my meat sticks. Meat sticks! Meat sticks, meat sticks, meat sticks. Oh God, two of our players are in a weird mood today. Um, anyways, uh, we are back once again with our three players. Um, before we start today's episode, let's quickly do a little recap. Last time, Davina made some good money from gambling, the group's Widow's Embrace components were stolen, Tucker was brought further into the circle of trust, and the group finally stocked up on supplies. Ivan informed the group that the Widow's Embrace had likely been left at the park by someone employed by the city, protesting the possible new law that would restrict higher-level thieves and assassins in some way. He let you know that the vote hadn't been finalized yet, with new information that had been recently discovered, but that the final vote should be happening within a month. Our players decided to grab some food before heading towards Melshadow Manor to inform the Lord Melshadow of the plot that they had found out to kill a dryad under his employ. That is where we are now. Once again, we are playing with the typical rules of uh, a nat 20 for the players is a shot for the DM, a nat uh, 20 for the DM that is negative for the players is a shot for all the players, and nat ones are flipped, of course. So I'd like to point out something (laughs) to the audience. he said stolen. He said it was stolen. He said our plant, not missing, not disappeared, not magic vanish, not disapparated. Well, a few of those, a few of those would still constitute stealing. I, I'm not surprised. I mean, we are in what's pretty much like a thieves guild. Correct. I also uh, am not surprised. I assumed that they were stolen. I, I had honestly thought that, sorry sorry for that, give, like spoiler slash giveaway actually. I thought you guys had already come to that conclusion to be honest. Uh, all but me, you know. Oh. Thanks audience. <laughs> but 
I did notice, did we ever have to roll perception to see if we could try and yes, notice? Yes, I let you guys roll perception. You guys did not. Oh, and we all failed? Yeah. Uh, I also did not let you guys roll at the moment that it happened because of the fact that... Um, oh, yeah, upstairs. You guys lost it upstairs. <laughs> Kylie knows the answers. Um, <laughs> because of the fact that it would obviously give away who was trying to steal it. Right. And he got it, and he's upstairs. Or she. Or, or she. They're inclusive in the Assassin's Guild. Oh, absolutely. I'm sorry. If it's the douche I'm thinking of, that <laughs> motherfucker's upstairs. Is it against the rules to steal from fellow thieves? Absolutely not. Okay. Are there any bags lying around? Are there any? You guys are, as a reminder, you guys are currently heading towards Mel Shadow Manor. Uh, it is turning night fairly quickly, um, but yeah. Are there any people on the street? Uh, it's a little bit later in the day, and if you remember, Mel Shadow Manor is a little bit on the outskirts of town, so as you guys are approaching, it looks to be fairly empty in the streets. Are you upset? Is Eric upset that he got stolen from? Does Eric want to steal Tucker from Tucker wants to steal from people. All right, you know what? Here, here's what I'll tell you. Um, <laughs> just for fun and because of the fact that I feel like Tucker has not had like the best of opportunities to actually flex any amount of skill that he has, uh, go ahead and give me a luck check. It's almost like Luck. What so skill is that? Skill. Luck, is, luck is a flat 20 roll. You don't get to add anything to it. Oh. Okay. 19. Plus my luck stat, which is plus one million. <laughs> Damn. It's almost as if the 19 doesn't matter then. Um, as you guys are approaching Mouse Shadow Manor, you do see a aristocratic looking gentleman with a woman on his arm walking down the street. Um, in terms of other specifics, he's wearing a bowler hat as well. Uh, he his racially seems to be of elven descent, but not full elven. Might, uh, might be like a half elf of some kind. And the woman on his arm is of similar race. They see you guys and they happily, jauntily wave. Have a pleasant evening. Actually, go ahead and roll me perception checks on them. I feel like Thank you. I feel like as a player, this is just like rich suburban area, typical behavior where everyone's just kind of pretty carefree. But I'm not- Mine was an 11. Now it's a 15. I'm not too surprised by that. And I feel like Davina would be there. Let's see. Ooh. So we take the 11, right? The first yeah. row? Huh. Three. Well, exactly as I claimed. Oh wait, sorry about perception. So but that's funny. 15 anyways, right? 15 anyways. Yeah. You added my perception modifier. Sick. I am 14. 13 plus 1 is 14. Okay. 3 plus 2 is 5. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll say this. Davina is not really paying attention. Davina is excited to go see Melly Mel, but also concerned because something might happen to Nelster. Uh, Tucker and Tara, um, you guys kind of scope this a little bit. It looks like they're leaving uh, Melshow Manor, essentially. Like the way that they're walking mm. on the street and stuff, and it, it seems like they might have been leaving Melshow Manor. So this might be some of his contacts in some way. I'm going to give them a friendly nod and smile and say, Good evening. I am going to inspect what purses and bags they are carrying. Not going to look in them, just yep. going to look at them. Just like glancing, like side-eyeing. Well, the 14, you already had seen a small coin purse at the gentleman's hip. And I saw that too? Yes, definitely. All right. In terms of other things, uh, he, ha he does have a cane at his side. He's not really using it. He's just kind of like holding it as opposed to like actually using it for support. Um, Can I tell what this guy does for work? 
No. Fair enough. They said hello. You heard. All right. So what I'm going to do is because um, we're obviously not on like a paved road like modern world. Yeah. There's pebbles and rocks and stuff. I'm gonna trip. Okay. I'm going to accidentally bump into the man, and as I fall, I'm going to say ah. <laughs> Oh, 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 I'm so, I'm so sorry, sir. Are you all right? Are you okay? I didn't mean any disrespect. I'm sorry. There was a rock and my foot, my toe, my claw got caught on it. And I just, I'm so sorry, sir. Please don't be mad at me. He looks slightly horrified as you are literally just like towering over him, like leaning on him like severely. He's kind of, he, he now puts the cane down on the ground. As a matter of fact, try to stabilize himself. Um, go ahead and roll me a performance check. Oh. Okay. Wait, donde esta? La zero. 16. <laughs> <laughs> you are so excited to see it, too. Um, yeah, he clearly seems to be. He's like, oh, uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, you're quite. If, maybe if you shift back a little bit on your heels. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, I'm sorry. Did uh, I get any dirt on your robes no, at all? Here, let me get that off for you. I don't like it. I don't and notice then, anything. Uh, go ahead and make a sleight of hand check. Are you going to try to take the coin purse? Yes. Haha, <laughs> Tucker Triz. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> what is the woman? Oh my lord. <laughs> Eight. <laughs> what is the woman doing? Uh, she is. Oh, first of all, she got out of the way so she wasn't crushed. She was trying. She she basically, as soon as Tucker like fell, um, she almost got caught under him, but kind of uh, moved away so she wouldn't get crushed. Um, and is now trying to help the guy like get him off essentially. Um, I rolled a two. Uh huh. <laughs> and my sleight of hand is plus six, uh -huh. so that gives me an eight. So, here's what happens. Um, you are taller than them by a considerable amount, and his, his coin purse is kind of low, so you try to like paw at it, but aren't able to grab it. Um, however, you do manage to acquire something of note, uh, and you kind of quickly deposit it on your person. You just grab something essentially and just like quickly take it. It's moving a little bit too fast of an interaction to really choose or decide what it is in the moment. Um, however, you feel something soft that you grab in the pocket. Um, and with that, uh, he finally manages to kind of get you off of him and like sturdily like standing. Um, you see he looks a little disheveled now as a matter of fact. He's kind of like patting himself down. You see he does check for his coin purse and notices that it's there and he's like, ah, please do mind your step. Uh, my lady and I will be heading home now. <laughs> Of course, of course, and pleasure to meet you, sir. Um, have a lovely evening. You as well. Sorry, sorry. And have a good he, night. He walks off. Um, did, did his woman do anything in particular? No. She gasped at Tucker's <laughs> magnificence. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why my brain went. Did his dick fall out? <laughs> Did his dick fall out? God. That's the worst part of tortle lore that we've invented for this campaign is fucking... Uh, Songs. Uh, anyways, anyways. Um, so what did I get? A little bit of time passes and they have walked away. Um, would you like to inspect your... Yee, what do I have? You pull out of your... I, I'm assuming that you kind of just pocketed it in your, um, like, one of the smaller bags. Uh, you pull out a small square... Very, very uh, lavendery, pinkish, kind of uh, silky material. Uh, it looks like some kind of nice handkerchief. I got a handkerchief? Like a nice one, For like a silk one. My okay. It's like is a silk, it, what silk. color is it? Uh, pink lavender. Does it have lace? Does not. So it's a silky pink. Is there anything written on it? Mm -hmm. Which is okay. not bad. Oh, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, yeah I could have gotten caught. <laughs> yeah. 
or that was what the performance check was for yeah he passed that so he was like oh this man is actually falling on me right now <laughs> um and like you if you had lowered if you had rolled lower you probably would have got, not gotten anything if imagine you had really bad then maybe imagine if that had been a 20 might have gotten like keys to the city or something <laughs> oh my God. i have no idea who he was could have been someone important. All right, so now I have pink. A silk, like a silk hanky. Pink silk hanky. I will use it to seduce someone. Ah, wonderful. All right, with that, uh, do you guys can. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Nice little claw gestures there, Kylie. No, no, she was she was dangling the hanky at someone as like a oh come hither. <laughs> Oh that's what I thought he meant. <laughs> yeah, because that's how you seduce someone. <laughs> you just you just hold a piece of cloth in their face and dangle it. Oh god. So do you guys continue um going towards Moshe yes. the Winner? Yes. Yes. Uh you guys continue walking for a bit. You guys weren't far from the manor at that point. Um but as you guys approach, the sun again has fully set and you guys start to see the moon creeping. Oh no, it would already be up. You guys see the moon has now started reaching the uh top of the sky. Um Davina must be getting tired. Is the Vina getting tired? tired. What what's your map bed? Maybe maybe we can strap her to my back and yeah. she can sleep while we travel. Yes, that's a good idea. Davina's so light and you know We should buy like a burden She all. you just you look like you need rest, girl. This is gonna be rude. You've got some circles under your eyes. Can we cover I your mean, like, shell in like a bear fur or something? Why? Because then I think we can guarantee that Davina will fall right to sleep when we put her on it. I think we can guarantee that without dressing me up as a mammal. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! What do you have against mammals? I'm gonna nothing. Be nothing at all. Ice age on Manny. Yeah. Disgusting hair <laughs> creatures. Anyways, you guys arrive at the manor, and um, you guys have been here before, but you guys haven't seen it in this kind of state. Um, it is in a slight disarray. Um, the uh, gate that normally is manned is just wide open. There's not even a person manning it currently. Is he dead? No. Did no I kill him? people at all? There's nobody dead. Uh, as you guys enter, <laughs> you guys see that, <laughs> As you guys enter, you see that there is uh, evidence of heavy drinking having happened here. Oh. As a matter of fact- Poisonous heavy drinking. As a matter of fact, you guys see that there are actually women and children about helping clean up. Have I seen this before? Nope. Is it a party? It seems like if there was one, it's already done. So, remember the guys who were at the gate who were like, I will not let you in. What the fuck is she doing? Mm. Remember them? Today's, today's the day them. after we killed... That's what's Letter. weird. Person, right? So party after that. Because they were they, having their memorial their for ritual, him. Their ritual. Their party that we don't know about because that's an alternate timeline. Right. But let's assume based <laughs> off of cultural aspects that we see happy cleaning and not sad cleaning. You see sad cleaning. We see sad cleaning. <laughs> sad cleaning. Okay. Um, you do see, funnily enough, there are like humanoid shaped 
kind of indentations in some of the like the the crops and such. Like somebody maybe slept on the crops <laughs> at some point. Like people passed out in the field. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys see, there's uh, nobody. Seem a few people kind of throw you guys cursory glances, but nobody like stops you guys as you approach the manor or anything like that. Um, as you guys approach the main manor, you guys see that there are the remnants of a funeral pyre. And also there are several offerings and gifts that have been placed around it, like food and such. It's, it's rancid now. It's been out for too are, long. Are there um, bones in the fire? There are not. It is like ashes at this point. Bones don't burn in regular fires. You need very, very hot, like cremation fires for the bones to go away. That's why I ask. Has Davina been to a funeral, but just not known that nope. it was a funeral? So no funerals ever. I would say no. Okay. no. Your parents wouldn't bring you to one like that unless it was like someone close. But does that mean that her trauma does not include death, or that the person didn't have a funeral? Do you know anything about that? She wouldn't remember. It's white. Okay. Um, wait, funeral pyre is at the box. That's a it's pile a of wood. Yeah. It's like a lot of wood. It's like in the kind of like of a, bonfire. like in the shape of this table, mm-hmm. you you have like wood stacked like leaning and then a body on top. It's oh, kind of like flat on top. Oh, like in the medieval ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a wooden table of sticks. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's funny. Okay. But yeah, so did they remove the bones? They're not there. Oh, is it already burned? You don't burned? see any bones. Okay. Wait, was it burned already? Yeah, it's already fully, like you guys are coming, this clearly happened like a while. Like, oh, so it's cold? It's not even warm anymore? No. I mean, there's still, yeah, it's already been a while. There's not even any smoke coming from it. It's just like ash on the ground at this point. The people are still cleaning. As a matter of fact, as you guys support- Or they started recently. You guys literally see Gorik standing there, eyes slightly bloodshot, but with like kind of a broom sweeping. <laughs> Wow. And like helping clean up and stuff essentially. Um, you guys see that he is wearing a uh, kind of fur bathrobe of sorts and these very comfy looking silk trousers. This is clearly like PJ apparel, apparently. Like, uh, clearly, but it, it, it looks covered and drenched in sweat. <laughs> and he's just kind of sweeping absentmindedly, um, clutching his head a little bit. Um, but he sees you guys approach and just kind of, huh? I pipe up cheerily. Wow, did you guys have like a sleepover party or something? Wow, look at that, it's a bonfire! Davina, they're clearly sad. Uh, Why? Ah, Davina, how are you and your friends? We're doing pretty good. Uh, I really like your PJs. Oh, (laughs) thank you. Um, Also, I, I won like, I won some money at this like, uh, this place that had a lot of people that kind of looked like Tucker, and there were these really ugly rats, except for this one that I called, um, I don't remember the name, but it was like bubblegum sparkle something. I'm gonna like put my name? hand over her mouth. Oh, you brought I'm her to- close her mouth with- he, he looks to Tucker partway through this conversation and is like, you, where did you bring her? Hey, what happened with the fire? Uh, sorry, Ooh. one important question. Where did you bring Davina Good? We went to the zoo. They had a special exhibit using the Bountiful Harvest rats. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. That go ahead to do like a. It was very exciting. Uh, Davina yeah. loved the so the races. Much fun. So uh, much fun. So much fun. 
Um, why don't you... Aren't you convinced? <laughs> um, hey, uh, Eric, why don't you go ahead and do yeah, a deception no. check? Lord, be in this uh, dice. I'll say uh, you can give the help action, so you can roll with advantage. Yeah, both of you. What? At the same no, time. No, 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 just, oh, no, no. Just, tougher, just, just tougher. me roll just twice, tougher. sorry. Yeah. Rolls. D and D. Less 17 with a performance of zero. (laughs) And we don't talk about this new number. Uh, 17, uh, he looks confused for a second as though like questioning why they would bring the demonic rats of the Battle Harvest Hill House to the children's zoo. But he kind of shrugs. He he seems pretty tired. Uh... Uh, Stop talking, Davina. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. All right, then. I'm glad that she's been seeing more animals. The fire, it's just so smelly. It's a... It's been gone. It's a, um, a tradition of my family uh, for... Ooh, ooh, can we light it again? <laughs> uh, probably not. Um, Davina, he puts a hand on your shoulder and kind of looks at you. I just want you to know that I would never want to harm your family in any way. Oh, yeah, I know that, Millimel. Why do you have to say that? He exchanges a knowing glance with the two of you, Tara and Tucker, because he knows that you guys know that Leonard worked for him. Oh. Do yeah. do I trust that? You can make an inside check. It's just like rolling. No, oh, it was a nat wait. one. Eric. Oh wait! Oh, it was a nat wait, one. Eric. Wait, wait. <laughs> but I was gonna help. But I was gonna help. I was gonna say to roll separately because you're trying to make a separate inside check. This isn't a thing combined. She helps me perceive. No, no, no. <laughs> I want to know if I know what to say to Davina. We will deal with that in a sec. Yeah, that's I an entirely know. separate thing. Can you show me? 15 okay. plus 1 is 16. In terms of what to say to Davina. Yeah. Davina, what does Tara need to say right now, do you think, for Davina to be... To understand that Leonard is dead, but also that his body is in the fucking... Was in the... The thing. I feel like that's difficult because I don't even think I have a concept that everybody that lives at his mansion, it like works under him. Man. You know, like I almost oh, think like they're all they're a family or true. they're all friends that live together. In which case, I'm gonna spitball this. You burn your people and celebrate? Davina, um, do you remember Leonard? The man who made you very upset. Well, When people are made angels, their body stays behind. And we have to figure out how to get rid of it. And sometimes, when you bury things, they don't stay there. So, they burned him over there. I guess that kind of explains why angels don't don't stick around, but burning them, does does that hurt them? They feel no more. They feel no more. But how do we know that if they can't speak back? We don't. That's that's really scary. I don't I don't know if I want to be burned. Can I like tell someone so that I don't get burned when I become an angel? You will have a long, long time before you have to make that decision. 
Oh, okay. But isn't there like any other way? Like, why do we have to to burn them? Why? I mean, I'm gonna look at Mel Shadow because this is a cultural thing I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Mel Shadow pipes up at this. It's a tradition we've had for a long time in my family. At one point, there were those that had pursued powers of necromancy. And for that reason, my family came into conflict with them. And ever since then, it has been tradition. When one dies, whether they are enemy, whether they are friend, to dispose of the body so that no one can disturb an, an, uh, an angel, Davina, from the rest. I am going to understand half of that. <laughs> Do you want to roll for that? You can if you want. You want to make okay. an intelligence check? Sure. Uh, nine plus... Is it a minus? That's minus. For intelligence, oh, most definitely. Um, nine minus intelligence. Two, so seven. Yeah, half is a pretty good estimation of how much understood of that. Like, especially the thing he said about necromancy, just right yeah. over my head. Um, I don't also, I also don't have much of an understanding of what tradition is, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if Christmas exists in this not. world, but my understanding, the extent of that is my family and I preparing the table before yeah. we eat or saying a prayer or yeah. something like that. So I just know, well, this is just something that we do because people agreed to do that. Yeah. Right. Mom makes breakfast because... <laughs> no, I, um... Okay, I want to try something. Within your momentary understanding, I would like to give you a hug. Okay, okay. That's all. Okay, yeah, you give her a hug. Don't be scared. We're here. I think that bothers me. Because the last time, or I guess whenever we hug, there's always a deeper emotional meaning to that, from what I've understood. So, as of right now, I didn't think that this situation was supposed to be emotional or was supposed to be anything more vulnerable, I guess. So now I'm thinking something is wrong. Something, this is supposed to hurt me. Yeah, that's all. Um, but. While you guys, while you're, while uh, you're having this mix of emotions, and Tucker is standing there, just kind of letting everybody have their silence, um, Mel Shadow Gorik takes a moment before kind of clearing his throat. <clears throat> Thank you for stopping by. Um, it's a strange time for us all. Lord Mel Shadow, I'm sorry for the part that I played in this. Oh. Leonard had much more of a part to play than you did. Thank you, though. While he, his life was ended in a way that was his own design, we still celebrated because for as long as we had known him, we didn't know him to be capable of such things. I wish that I could say that we came only to give our condolences, but we've receive some information that I think concerns you. I see, and what sort of information might you be referring to? 
looks around, checks that there's not too many oh, people, yeah, thinks it's there. fine. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Like, I believe someone is trying to kill one of your employees. He. She means a dryad. He looks so confused at first. He looks so confused at first. He looks. His his face goes from concern to confusion to more concern. Nowster? Nowster? I know Nowster. I used to play hide and seek with him. It's unclear whether it's that tree. You know, if you have any other dryads, it could be them. Dry. They prefer to be just called dryads, not trees. I I see. Um, this is. He kind of looks between the three of you quickly, and then eyes rest on Tucker. Did you find this out at the Bountiful Harvest Ale House? Yes, I made a stop there. In which case, it would be very pertinent to go and check on him. I hadn't really checked recently due to what had happened but now that i think about it he hasn't actually been spotted recently oh it already happened wait nelster's in trouble hopefully not if we can get there soon enough but, um, but i thought he was so good at hiding nobody would be able to find him he is really really good at hiding we if the three of you are willing, um, I can gather some of my men, those that are not hungover, and the three of you, plus myself and my men, we can go and check on him to make sure that he's alright. Yeah, I want to play with Nalstar again. He has a house, uh, a home, in the forest. Uh, it's situated on top of the river. A tree house? It is a tree house. How cute. Before we go, Gorik, you should know the contract is being worked on by Chasden Gladlar. The Snake of Despair, right? The same. That is concerning, to say the very least. Do you have any... We can speak as we go. Uh, I'm very curious as to who would put a hit on my employee with that level of pay. Chastin Cloudtar is, from what I've heard at least, extremely hard to... Which is exactly why this will be difficult to stop. I agree. Um, a lot of my men are recovering right now in the outhouse. I'm going to go and try to convince some of them to come with. Um, would the three of you like to prepare in the meantime now, or would you like to come with me? Yes, I'd like a roasted pheasant. He looks at you, Tucker, and just kind of tilts his head a little bit. Um, a roasted pheasant? I'm just very hungry and want to be able to fight at my best. Of course. Um, I can have, uh, Igor bring out some food. Would that help the three of you? Mm. Yes, thank you. We'll all split it. Alright, um, in which case, uh, I think that we should be able to get, um, on our way to Nowster's home within the next 15 to 20. If that's alright? Whatever is good with you. Alright. With that, he uh, leaves you guys and starts walking kind of quickly. You guys see he picks up his pace a little bit. He was kind of like slouching and moving really lethargically previously, but now you guys see he's like energized with the prospect of possibly one of his other long-time employees being killed. So you guys see him uh, kind of hug a corner and then go into one of the larger buildings on the property. Um, And as you guys are there, the door swings open. 
Luca, I see Igor pops his head out. Igor? Oh, shit. Hello! I see you are all doing well. You're not bad? You're not bad? I am... Neither of those things for now. Still thinking about Leonard. I moved into his room. It's a lot, but... That was quick. Dude's dead for 24 hours and they've already got his room filled? (laughs) I think I overheard that uh, Lord Malshadow said food for you three. He did. If it makes you feel better, I'll eat some too, so you know it's not poison. I'm glad you're not bad. (laughs) Of course not, Davina. Just come inside, food, yes? There's still some leftover bread and cheese. And meats, as a matter of fact. We've been having quite a bit of food recently. I don't know. Perception. Insight. The situation. Insight on him. Yeah. You would like to make an insight check on Igor. Yes. I'd just like to be aware of everything for the next few minutes. Like, be on my guard. If that's something that I can say. That is a nine for we were talking... Insight. Eleven. Um, this guy's gone through a lot recently. Like, he looks fucking exhausted. Um, you guys also see that he's wearing, like, kind of the, the fancier clothing that Leonard was now. So, like, he clearly was switched positions. Yeah, no, it's kind of fucked that he's already changed wardrobes and shit, but... Um, the whole thing of, like, the proceedings and shit, he's probably had to take on a lot more responsibilities before. He's just fucking tired. I just imagine all of the workers just like crying, it's like, mm-hmm, yeah, like, yeah, like. <laughs> but like in terms of whether or not he'll poison you guys or like do anything, like this seems soon. Your new clothes suit you well. He cringes heavily at that, mm. as though he was struck by a fucking dagger. I. Do you want the food or not? Oh, why would we say no? That comment felt snippy for him. Food, <laughs> please! Yes, come inside. Welcome to Lord Malshadow's Matter. Yada, yada, yada. Down the corner to the left. I'm gonna scurry away. He, he goes with you guys. Um, and you guys see that there was food set out on the table. Um, there is a large cut up, surprisingly pheasant. Um, there is actually a large cut up pheasant as well as um, a kind of uh, spiral honey, uh, honey cut ham, as well as cheeses set out and various other things. You guys see figs as well, like various fruits. Um, a lot of it's already been kind of nibbled at or eaten. It looks like a meal was had here. This isn't just like set out for Meshul to have later. But yeah, would you guys like to just sit and eat? You guys did kind of just eat. What are we taking? How about we grab some things for the road? There are some like dried things here. Like you yeah. could probably bring some crackers, some saltines, some of the dried fruit and such. Oh, who's got a pack? Everyone now. Yeah. Do we? You guys got bought uh, supplies. Okay. Do we track food in this campaign? Not really, but I'll say that because you guys are doing this, uh, if you guys do some kind of adventuring thing, I won't make you guys like look for food. Michelle. Oh, I thought this was okay. online. Oh, no. So should I should I just write um like serving of food? Yes. Doesn't matter what it is. Not really, no. Okay. Well, what if I want to sed- not seduce? Um, like get a rabbit to come closer, fox. 
they need specific types of food. So you guys get some dried fruit and crackers to put into your bag as supplies for later. You guys see Igor is definitely judging in the corner, but you guys do see him nibbling on some of them as well, since he did promise to have some of whatever you guys took. Um, he doesn't drop dead or anything like that, he seems fine. Um, but you guys fill up your bags as much as possible, and eventually it occurs to you that it's probably good time to start heading out. Alright, yeah, let's, let's just do it. Go with the intuition. Okay. So you guys leave this uh, kind of dining room of sorts and leave the manor as a whole, and you guys see that Mel Shadow has amassed a group of ten uh, people of varying races that are obviously all his employees. You see they're all kind of wearing similar-ish clothing, just kind of loose cloth and such, um, with tunics occasionally, and like trousers and such. Um, but you see that several of them are armed with clubs, with uh, like clearly like woodworking axes, um, as well as some other kind of miscellaneous, uh, like just somebody has like a particularly gnarly looking stick. Not a club, but literally like a long stick that they may have gotten off a tree or something. Um, so as you guys approach, he kind of looks to all of his men and looks to you guys. Alright, so we should probably have a plan. <laughs> you don't. Wait, I, I know, right? I've been you there. know ish, but like you know, like oh, there's pretty plants here. There's a nice tree I like to hang out in here. He knows like how much space do we leave between the trees when they're planted? How many rows of trees yeah. are there? How how long is the river? Like how wide is the river? How bad is the river current? Like what kind of trees are on either side? Where is he most likely to be if he's not just already okay. dead? No. Eric. <laughs> Look, I didn't want us to just roll up no, and like no, fuck know. it up. Like at the same time, he's just like, hey, hey guys, let's talk strategy. Alright. <laughs> so you guys approach and um he motions you guys over. Alright, so it's going to take about an hour to get there. As we walk, I think we should start to discuss what our plan is. Um between the three of you and myself. Um my men are gonna be helpful to maybe spot the assassin but they're not going to be much unless she's just standing out in the open and honestly I'd rather not risk too many of their lives I already explained to them how dangerous it's going to be though and truthfully he kind of looks behind himself um, at the, the guys that he's amassed a lot of these men have had their necks saved in the woods in some way or another than us he watches out for them he lets people know when the wolves are coming around he lets people know which trees not to chop down because they're gonna hurt somebody. He, he's helped them a lot, and that's that's part of the reason they wanted to come. So I don't want to see any more casualties with my men, but with what we might be encountering, we're gonna need their help. So you guys start walking and you guys keep talking and stuff. So here is the layout of where we're likely going to find Alistair. Hopefully he's still alive and completely fine, but considering the situation, I'd rather be prepared. So, his house is situated on top of a very strong current, the river. The river itself is about 10 feet wide. I tend to try to let him manage that area himself, since it is technically part of his property, as our agreement with Tifan. I don't know if this is relevant at all, but in terms of the particular trees that we have planted around there, there are birch trees on his side of the river, or on our side of the river rather, and on the other side of the river is our third zone closest to the border with Zorak, and that's actually where we have our expensive iron vein trees. In terms of the particular uh, 
buildingness of it. Um, it is made of four trees that were melted into one. They sit on the edges of the river, and his actual home is in the middle of them. Hmm. It floats above the river. That's a cool image. In terms of creatures we might encounter inside of the forest, um, truthfully, normally I would just ask Nelson for help to avoid any of the wolves that are on the property, but um, there's rabbits, there's uh, deer, hawks, vultures, woodpeckers. In terms of the river itself, there's insects, crawfish, there's trout. Slow, slow down. Which Demons? No, no, no. Uh, never. Mogren did find his way into the city through my property because I do share a border at the very end with Zorak. So there is uh, an area that is kind of burned currently, like burned down, scathed. But um, normally, no, we don't have issues with demons crossing randomly. The, the punishment for doing so is always death. So, Are we approaching from the side with the birch trees or the side without? With the birch trees. The other side is the expensive iron vein. And if you've seen the city hall, as well as some of the other, uh, the armory, for example, a lot of those are made of iron vein. Iron vein is the uh, biggest earner for uh, my contract with the city. It's when superheated, it turns basically into iron, but before that, it is very pliable. And that's why it's in the construction of many of the bigger, uh, more important buildings in the city. And these are trees? Yes. Part of the reason why um, they're so close to the border is because of the fact that the soil needs to have a different kind of... I, I'm sorry if I'm boring any of you with this. This is kind of stuff that my family has studied for years. But um, the uh, inherent hellish nature of the soil, the closer that you get to Zorak, helps make it so that this iron vein can actually grow. This iron vein is actually native to Zorak, not to Kalawak. Davina knows all this, by the way. She has studied this before. She she used to bug Nelson okay. about this all the time. And what did you say Iron Vein is used for? Armor and weapons and stuff? The armory and the city hall building. Oh! It was used to build it? It's part of the structure. Ah. Kind of like, think like steel beams, like a structure, and then you put stuff around it. Basically, it, it's... So armory slash city hall building materials. Yeah. It's just like, basically, this is just so you guys know, like, it's it's important and good, like, like it's valuable. It's very valuable. Right. I'm, I'm such an RPG person. I'm like, ooh, nice materials. I need yeah. to farm for the next half hour. <laughs> no, like, I would say, as a matter of fact, that um, Tucker might know about this as well. He might have heard of it before. It's it's a really, like, in terms of kind of lumber, that's, like, the, the premium shit. Like, that's the really nice, yeah, that's the really nice shit. Because having something that's as pliable as wood and like as easy to chop, but that turns basically into a full metal when you heat it up is really valuable in this kind of world. Who owns the land? He does. This is no, Nelster? No, 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 uh, Gorik? This is his land. In terms of what Nelster does for us, he is part of a long line of Nelsters from Tifon. Um, it's a distinction that each of them gets when they're hired here, um, but we have a contract with Tifon where they send a dryad or like every few years or so. Um, he's actually been here for quite a while now, a little bit longer than was Norm, but he has expressed to me that he likes where he is now. And basically, they maintain the health of the forest. They let us know when there are parasites that threaten to um, kill certain trees. He lets us know which trees are not ready to be cut 
yet. Um, he makes sure that the overall health of the forest is strong. He also is the one that kind of keeps uh, a good relationship of sorts with the wolf pack that is there. Um, although we have admittedly gone into arguments about this just because I still find them very dangerous to have on the property, but he has expressed to me that there is an, there would be an issue should the wolves be removed. Can he fight it all himself? I mean, he's got his standard abilities. I've seen him do as a dryad. I've seen him walk through trees and appear hundreds of feet away. That's part of how he travels through the forest. Honestly, I'd be shocked if an assassin were able to get to him normally, but if it's Snake of Despair, I've heard that she has Venoms that she uses, is that correct? Yes, I believe she does. She's well known for it. Alright, then... Hence the snake. Ah, yes. Um, ah, I, I see. Okay. Well, then... Well, then, we'll have to watch out for that. Um, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention, you guys do see he has uh, donned some kind of Slightly ill-fitting uh, studded leather armor. As in, like, he's filling it out more than he used to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he's a fit lumberjack, but at the same time, he has a little bit more of a belly than he used to, it seems. Like, it is bulging slightly at the stomach, specifically. And there are, like, abs kind of, like, put in, like, the plating. Um, but it, it's, like, just slightly inflated in a weird way. I, uh, I may have had too many... Um, Cheesiness last night. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, we all get bloated after those. No worries. Cheesnips. <laughs> we should be there soon. Um, what's the plan? I haven't done combat before. Um, Tucker, what would you advise? We go to Nelster's treehouse and we fight off all the bad guys and then we save Nelster. Yes, Davina, that's the basic plan. <laughs> we need a little more details than that. Yeah, but it's a good plan. Great plan. It is the overall idea. Uh, he puts a hand on your head and starts to pat your head as I he do. again turns to Tucker and is like, what do you advise? What How do you good advise? is visibility from the house as we approach? Um, the visibility from the house... In this direction is not the greatest. Um, there's quite a bit, again, around the uh, house itself. And now Sarah and I came to an agreement that we would not chop down the trees on what he identifies as the property that he has. So because of that, um, it's the foliage is quite thick. How many points of entry are there? If Nalster is at his own home and the Snake of Despair is in the area, um, our best point of entry might be from I mean the river is quite strong the current I wouldn't advise trying to use that in any way yes uh, considering the location of Nostr's home I think that an approach from the south might be the best just due to the fact that we'll be able to I, I also just would prefer that we don't get too close to the Zorak boundary how many of your men can see in the dark go ahead you already have been rolling this session uh, somebody else wrote me a luck check See how many of you guys you guys have. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was like, why do you look so sad? So I gave more of a disappointing reaction than the <laughs> vice commanded. What, what is luck at? It's, it, there's, there's nothing. It's, it's just luck. Ten. That's um, lack half. of luck. Half. No, no, that's solid average. Half. So half, half of them can half. see in the dark? 
Then what I suggest is that we split into pairs, one who can see, one who can't, one to lead, one to follow. We approach the house from the birch trees without any light, and we try to find out whether... What the fuck is the dryad's name? Uh, no, Nalster. We try to find out whether Nalster is there and whether the snake of despair has already arrived or not. I agree with this plan. Alright, um, in which case, and he starts naming off, um, his workers, and you see there's, like, uh, like a tiefling, a, um, trying to think of what other races have fucking dark vision off the top of my head, there's, like, uh, an elf or two, you know, just, just some folks that have dark vision. There's no dwarves. Um, there's a gnome that had a, a fucking, uh, big-ass axe with him <laughs> to cut down trees and shit. Um, but they kind of assemble. Um, you guys are now, uh, you guys can see the foliage that is surrounding the house in sight. I'll see you guys about 20-ish feet away. So the two of you can see it. You just see a big blob. That's, uh, I believe that's the foliage there. Um, the house should be on the other side. Oh, have we already traveled there? Yeah. That was quick. (laughs) I love fast traveling games. Can I say that along, during the walk, I was whispering, meaning I was casting foodcraft just to see what the weather would be like, generally? Interesting. <laughs> Suspicious. <laughs> that sound, I love when he does that. Suspicious. I don't know why you're checking for the weather. You're, okay. I will be more suspicious of this when you get to higher levels and you get weather spells, but... Um, in terms of the weather, uh, clear skies. No precipitation chances. Uh, it's, it's like a nice, cool, like, low of 65 right now. Um, it's it's uh, probably going to be 80 in the morning um, at, like, high noonish. Um, yeah. Okay. Clear skies, 0% chance of precipitation. Like, uh, 15% humidity. Oh, okay. It's a little bit more humid here. Yeah. Probably the, the you know, the hellish souls being exercised or something. That would make sense. Anybody want to ask what time of day it is or what fucking cycle the moon is on? I think we're ready to Is anyone in the group menstruating? (laughs) (laughs) They're not of the age yet, sir. I'm sorry, is Tucker having another shelling crisis? Well, no, no, no. I just need to know. It'll be soon, though, sir. We just need to know all the info going into this. Good God. And also, it doesn't have to be them. There's a group of ten soldiers with us. Are they all dudes? Sexism... Sexism, 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 sexism. Inherent to the game. God damn it, guys. Thank <laughs> you guys so much. Um, okay, so out of character now, uh, tell me your plan. Oh, my plan is see whether the lights are on. Okay, so you guys are going to split into two groups, one without dark vision, one with. So Well, no, no, no. It's more like each person is like holding a buddy. Oh! Oh, oh, that's why I said one to lead, oh, one to follow. Oh, I get it now. Okay. But the three of us, including Gorok, are sticking together. Four of us. Well, because Gorok doesn't have dark vision, but two of you guys do, and one of you guys doesn't. So right. who's partnering with who? She'll take Gorok. Oh no, she knows him, and I'll take the big. <laughs> oh, Gorok doesn't have name. Okay, I see what you were saying. He's a, he's a human. So yeah, I guess we do split up. Yeah, I can go with Davina. Okay. So. Uh, oh. Oh no. Or is that the opposite of what yeah, you said? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I can go with Tara. When we approach the house, can I prepare to cast shillelagh? Yeah. I love that word. Yeah, <laughs> what is it? 
Okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, my, my plan is mostly to approach the house, mm-hmm. see what's going on, and then decide. Okay. So you guys are going to have to go through the foliage almost for that. I could cast Pass Without Trace on our group. Yeah, because like, I think it's really important that we're not, that we have the element of surprise. Oh, my lord. <gasps> Infinite. It's anybody that you, can, uh, that you choose within 30 feet of you. Oh, perfect. So it's, it's all of you guys. Yes. That's insane. Holy shit. Okay. And pass without trace makes it impossible for them to see us or just no, plus 10? Is that what? 10. Okay. All right. Okay. So, okay. You. Cool. Then yeah, yeah, if, she, if she's going to cast that, I'm still going to give a little speech. Are you going to cast it as he's giving the speech? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go on, Tucker. All right. So, so we should head in soon then? I'm going to take a shower behind him. <laughs> I'm really all of your guys' positions like a guitar in the a forest of sounds. You see the assassin sitting in the house like, the fuck is going on? That's the most barred way to approach, right? Is that now, an acoustic? Now, 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 now. Bad just, to the bone. I just I think about that scene from Kingsman in which he's singing, you know, take mm-hmm. me home country mm-hmm. road and steps on the landmine to be a distraction. Tara would totally be that person that's just like, Jeremiah was a bullfrog! <laughs> like, just like, strung up. Alright. Alright. Um, all right. So, so uh, as you guys are all gathered here and people have paired off, um, Gorik kind of nods to you. Alright. So we should head in now. Everybody ready? You see he has actually um, brought a short sword with him. Can everyone hear me clearly? Uh, you hear a round of very hushed, Yes! Yes, we can! Okay, good. I want to remind everyone how important it is that we are not detected as we approach. We are fighting the snake of despair here. One wrong move, one broken twig, one stubbed toe could give us away and ruin this whole operation. Is everyone ready? Um, you see with this, there is a round of kind of nods, people kind of like tensing their shoulders, patting each other quietly, silently. Um, you see a few people exchange like the cubs. Um, Gorek particularly kind of goes around and pats each person on the shoulder and makes eye contact and nods with each person. Um, you see some people look a little bit tearful. All right, remember, stick to your buddy. Lead them well, and let's go. Yeah, here's what I'll say: the people without dark vision will roll normally because they have buddies. The people with dark vision will be rolling with minus five. With that, you guys start sinking through the underbrush. Um, what is the order of the partners? Who's going first? Do you guys want some of No Shadow's men to go before you guys, or do you guys want to go instead? No, I think we should be in front. So the two of you are on one side, and then we're in the show on the other side, so we side side. And can I be on my guard? Oh, sorry, we're not even at the house yet. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, let me roll. I'm scared. I'm scared too. Okay, yeah, let's let's go. I already told the people. there's the two of you, uh, the two groups of you guys, so one on either side. What about everybody else? Are they just collectively in the middle behind? So it's like a triangle. Two. You're with me. Or no, you're with with Gorik, and I'm with Tara. And we're like we're like in a line of four. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. And then behind us is another four, and then another four, and then two. Two. Okay. That works. 
Okay, so you guys start like a platoon. kind of very carefully going through the underbrush, so let's start rolling some stealth checks. Again, the two with dark vision will be only adding five instead of the plus ten. Non-dark vision will be rolling uh, flat with a plus ten. Right, so I'm gonna roll for mouse shadow in front of you guys. Should we all just roll together? Yeah. yeah. One, two, three. Oh, ho, ho. Ooh, oh. yo. No. That's Mel? Or that's you? That's you. So Tara got a nat 20. Fuck me. Tucker got a 19 plus 6. Plus another 10, so 35. 35. No one's fucking finding us. Um, the other group, though, is. The other pair. Tina and Melly Mel. Melly Mel at minimum got a 19 plus 6. Mazo, okay? He's doing below. Well. What about you? I have a. Starts down. Zero. Okay, so it's eight plus five. Because remember, you're helping uh, yeah, more. So it's twelve. So it's thirteen. Eight plus five is thirteen. Oh yeah. Okay. So I will now roll. I'm not going to roll ten freaking other rolls for everybody else. I'm just going to roll one roll for all of the um, the the men, basically the add-ons. That's pretty good. Um, minimum twenty-two. So the others are definitely doing pretty well. Um, the only person that's not doing too well in the fourth is Davina. Uh, I'll say in character, Davina, you're just you're just so excited to see Nalster. Yeah. It's been so long. You well, think he's 18 playing is not a bad roll. Oh, it's 13. 13. Oh, you got a 3? No, I got an 8 plus 5. Because... Oh, plus 5. Okay, I see. Yeah, unfortunate. Wait, does that mean I also got more than 20 or is it that 20 just it's just that you're, we don't, you don't add anything. Really you're just perfect. I'd like I'll, to think I'm like bouncing a little bit as yeah. I stand, and I'm on top of like rustling leaves. Yeah, which is funny because Warwick actually looked pretty well. So he's just like kind of being very careful and just like looking, like squinting so much at like every little step he takes. And just Davina, stop. Probably has like a hand on my head to keep me down. Yeah. Um. Okay. So you guys start going through the brush. You guys go through the. Um, the foliage, and you guys see that there is a bit of a clearing. There's still like trees kind of interspaced, but there's a little bit more of a clearing. You guys can now hear the rushing water of the river. It is very loud. And you guys see that the lights are on inside the, uh, the home. What would you guys like to do? If you guys are to approach any further, you guys will be in the clearing, so it'll be a lot harder to stealth. Perception, I want to see what I can tell about everything. Can I hear yes. anything? Can I see anything? Well, go ahead and Do I see any tracks going yeah, up to go it? Go ahead and everybody give me a perception check. Okay, for me... 7 plus 2, 9. That's 7 plus 4, 11. Mm-hmm. 6 plus 1 is 7. Not great rolls, to be honest. I also uh, cast Shillelagh at this point. Okay, you cast Shillelagh, your stick, your walking stick turns into a magical club. Um, this startles Gorik slightly, but he manages to not, like, react too much. We need some plan to get close to the house and figure out whether the assassin is there. Any ideas? When can I play with Nolster? I haven't seen him in such a long time. Great idea! We could send Davina! Wait, what? No, uh... Hush, 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 she'll be fine. I don't know that that's a great idea. She'll be fine, she'll be fine. It's really, actually quite smart. Davina's unassuming. I, okay. 
She's the perfect one out of our group to scope out what's going on. But you're right. It could be dangerous in there. Is that okay, Davida? Are you sure you want to be in danger? Danger? Why would I? And then suddenly I clasp my hands to my face. Oh my god, I completely forgot. He's in trouble. Yes, he's in trouble. And we need you to keep an eye out for the assassin. If she's in there, we need you to let us know. If she's in there, I'm gonna fight her and I'm gonna make her an angel before I... Before don't, no, no, Davina. Don't fight her alone. Reiterate that I don't know if this is a good idea. Davina, just give us a signal if you see her and we'll come and help and then we can all do it together. Oh, you should do the dance we taught each other. Oh, you guys could help me fight her. Yeah, okay, I'll do the signal. Okay, good. And make it something... Something inconspicuous. Something that won't tip her off that what, we're coming. What does that word mean? Make it something she won't realize what you're doing. Oh. Sneaky. It's like we're playing a game and we want to not let her know that we know something. Oh, okay. Okay, um... So I'm gonna go ponder and, for a second. So go and play tag with her. And then when you tag her, announce that she's been tagged so she can't tag us. I ponder for a few more seconds. <gasps> I got it! Okay, okay, I'm, I'm good with this plan. But let's do it! Yeah, this is the plan. Okay. So you guys are going to have Davina start kind of trotting up? I don't think she trots. She's not a horse anymore. She, she skips. skips. Hey, Davina, question, what's your message for you? But we were all perceiving for. Okay. I want to check the path for traps. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just checking what it is so that you don't auto that. Oh. Um, <clears throat> okay, so as you guys say all this, um, the others kind of you guys pass down. Everybody starts to kind of circle and kind of get ready. I'll say, uh, do you guys want to prepare reactions to just run forward in case something happens? Or what do you guys want to That do? was the plan. Yeah. That we get ready to go and wait for her signal. Okay. So if you guys see a signal from Davina. Okay. All right, so I prepare the crossbow to shoot anyone who directly tries to attack her, as long as it's not a dryad. I look to both Tara and Tucker before I head out, and I whisper, Let there be light. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cryptic. And then I... What does that mean, Davina? And then... And then she, I turn away without any any other words. Be safe. Gorg <laughs> also looks fucking baffled at this. Like, what, what does she... Do you know what she's... Do you know what she meant? No, I don't know what she meant. No fucking clue. I... Sword at the ready, right? Yeah? I skip cheerily, my arms swinging by my sides, my head shaking back and forth. And I yell, Nolster, I'm here to play! Good fucking distraction. <laughs> so, Davina, as you guys are 
You guys finally decide on what to do, and you are just like, you know what? I'm here to see a friend. Hair. I don't. I don't care about all this other shit going on. I'm just here to see a friend. Um, as you are skipping towards the building, you suddenly get shot in the chest by a arrow. Yeah. Hold up. I need to collect a lot of dice for this. No, it's ours. Give it back. Roll somewhere else. Oh, He's tainting our rolling spot. Remind me again of your max health. 22? Oh, good. You take 39 points of damage as you hit the ground. That doesn't make sense. What? How does, how does that math work? What do you mean? The I good mean. was not real. Oh, actually, holy shit. It was 22, right? I forgot about a month. You take 41 points. I see. <laughs> Wait. Again, very confused. So she's zero HP. She's unconscious. This knocks she's her not, flat onto the ground. She's not dead dead? No. If it does twice... Uh, so basically the way that D&D works in terms of damage overflow is um, for her uh, to instantly die. Like, no death saves, nothing. It needs to do all of her current health plus all of her maximum health in one hit. If it had done 44 uh, damage, I think, she would die. She'd Ooh, and it did how much? 41. Wait. Dude. 22. 22. Your max health is always 22. That's yeah. the maximum oh, so it could ever be. Oh, it's 44. Yeah. So it's your whatever you have left so, plus so your max in reserve. This, you guys see her skipping through the fucking like, clear area. And, the, and an arrow just Wait. hits her in the shoulder with such force. It literally knocks her out of the air and onto the ground fully. You guys see a massive fucking gushing amount of blood just squirt and fucking cover the grass on her. Tucker, make a perception check to see if you can see where it came from. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> 17 plus 4 is 21, right, Somewhere Matt? across the river. Yeah. Somewhere across the river. On the other side of the river. Alright, well, I'm gonna loose an arrow where I think it came from. Okay, go ahead and roll a attack roll. You got it, buddy. D20, right? Mama needs a new pair of uh, revenge. <laughs> I need to see blood. Yeah. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. What do I modify this with? It's an attack roll. You add your attack bonus. Which is the short bow plus four, so that's 23. Okay. 19 plus four is 23. Okay, cool. Roll damage. <gasps> Yay! Oh my god, what am I killing? <laughs> also, what are you rolling? Not the D20. It's been so long since you guys have been in combat, I know, but Jesus. Okay, 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 okay. 1D6, short bow. Okay, okay yeah. wait, plus two piercing. That's six. Do I get the sneak attack? No. Okay. Um, You loose your arrow, kind of just like a, oh shit, and it flies to it, and you hear like a, as it thunks into a tree. A tree? You don't wow. know where she, like, she is. You just loosed an arrow. Why did I roll damage? Because you damaged a tree. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, you guys do hear Gorik like, like audibly gasp horribly at this, like, oh my goodness! And he rushes forward. His prepared reaction was to rush forward and take a defensive stance in front of her. As he's standing in front of her, like, very, very not okay body on the floor. And with that, 
I need everybody to roll initiative. It's oh. been so long. One, two, three. Oh, you turned my 18 into a 20. Nice. That's a nat one for somebody. That's <sighs> for fucking uh, Gorg. Oh. Just no, kidding. that's not for the lady no. to spare. I was going to roll hers in front of you guys. You weren't or were? We're not. Mm. Well, Eric's going I got a Yeah, nine. and I'm better than Snake Lady, even if she got it. Davina? Yeah. Davina got a 9. Okay, 9. Oh, someone got a 19. 19. Nice. You don't have modifier, though. Initial. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, I don't remember a 9. I just remember 19. Did she miss that? No. <laughs> nice. Oh, you roll for all of the additional men. <gasps> Not great. It's oh, a 3. Okay, so... At the top of the initiative order, that is Tucker. What I would like to do is um, run to the river mm-hmm. and light a torch and throw it. My cunning action. Yes. Yeah, bonus action. So you're going to use your movement to run to the riverbank? Movement bank. to go to the riverbank. Okay. And then action to... Bonus action. Or sorry, bonus yeah. action to light the torch. And then I want to throw it into the trees where I think she was in that area. Okay. Okay, uh, go ahead and give me a luck check. Fuck! Papa, we got this. Okay. Okay, 16. 16. Um, you toss it across, um, and again, so that was your action, your bonus action movement, and you see a slight silhouette in one of the trees. Perfect, and that's all my actions? Correct. Tara, that is your turn. Um, I will say that you can't see her. I can see her? Yeah. You have dark her. vision. You lit her. And you lit That being said, Davina is down. I'm going to run to Davina because that's what I had prepared. Okay. So I am going to run to Davina and cast Cure Wounds. Okay. As I touch her. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll 1d8 plus your spellcasting modifier, which is your charisma modifier. Oh. 5 plus 3 is 8. Okay. Uh, Davina, you <gasps> come back up to 8 HP. <gasps> oh my god, what happened? Uh, ow! Are, are you alright, Davina? Uh, this this boo-boo really hurts, but I'm okay. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna save it. Okay. Alright, um, after you, that is uh, Chazden's turn, actually. It's not Davina's turn yet. Chazden sees that you have spotted her, looks to you, notices what kind of race you are, jumps out of the tree, runs back into the shadows so you can't see her, and she is going to make a, another bow attack on you. Now that you cannot see her, this is uh, this qualifies as sneak attack. That's All something right. I fucking... As you are here, this will come a sneak attack, however it's not going to do as much damage because that was the first round of initiative. <laughs> Uh, that's only a 18? 17. Oh, Armor class. No clue what you're doing. As she, as you, as you spot her, you can see her, like, slightly off-colored eyes kind of glaring at you, kind of almost reflecting like a cat's. You hear, like, a slight, like, oh, as she lands on the ground and just runs. You can hear through the brush, the foliage, however, due to your limited eyesight, you can't see her. And as you kind of squint in that direction, you hear a... And you get hit in the chest for 20 damage. Oh! oh. You're oh. up still. And that is the end of 
her turn. So you guys no longer have vision on her. If you want to let the rest of them know, you're going to have to yell it. But it seems like she is likely around behind uh, Nelster's home right now, on the other side of the room. She's behind the house! Alright, next up is all... Oh, no, next up is Davina. I'm gonna cast Bark Skin on myself, not that that would do much, and then I'm going to start to crawl towards the house. Oh, like on a prone? You're not just gonna run? Prone. If you're prone, she's gonna have disadvantage because you have disadvantage on hitting targets that are prone. But am I gonna have like movement? That's yes. a thing. Oh, yeah. You will time. have half speed. Um, I believe you're already. I'll say you can get to the house with all the movement. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking army crawl my way to the house. Okay, cool. Uh, you start crawling your way to the house. Uh, you get to the house. Sick. Okay. Uh, there's a door. Can I open the door? Or you can probably like push it open. Oh, there's yeah. not like a lock or anything. Hey, uh, Davina, as you try to push open the door, why don't you give me a dexterity saving throw? Oh, great! Don't be laughing. Eighteen plus zero. Okay. Uh, Eighteen's still pretty good, though. Um, so, as you try to push open the door, you hear a as a tripwire is sprung, and suddenly the uh, unearthed ground that you hadn't really noticed before shoots up as a bunch of spears that had been stuck into the ground and had a net under them catches and throws a bunch of spears at you. Thankfully, you save, so you only take four damage. Oh, thank God I'm up still. <laughs> That's all that matters. The door does open, though. Oh, perfect. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'll say that it was a free item interaction uh, to open the door. Um, you still have your action and move. Oh, sorry, action and bonus action. You are pro. But I used the boxing. Oh, you did. Okay, so you have boxing right now. And you have bonus action left, or are you done? My shillelagh probably went off when I went down, it did. so I'll, it? Yeah, I'll cast shillelagh. Okay, you, as you're just like, ow, 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 like, grab the, the sweeping, the, the broomstick, and it turns back into a club, and you're just on the ground, ready to destroy someone's ankles. <laughs> yes. Alright, next up, that is all of Mel Shadow's men. They are kind of a little bit panicked because they just saw Davina fully go down and then go back up and then now a whole bunch of shit. All of them are going to start, uh, they're going to look to Gorik for guidance and he's going to kind of nod towards the house and all of them are going to run past Davina, who has opened the door for them at this point. None of them like trample you or anything like that, but they all make their way into the house and you see, because you can see from your position, all of them have held their various weapons at the other door, because there's another door on the other side to the other side of the river, and are preparing actions, it looks like. If anybody comes through, they're just going to smack them. It's kind of crowded. It looks like only maybe five of them will be getting good snacks, because there's like ten people in this small little like one-bedroom condo, essentially. Um, but they are all getting ready to act. Now, that is Gorik's turn. Um, God, what is Gorik going to do? Uh, Gorik heard Tucker yell where she was, so... Gorik is going to... Gorik runs forward. As a matter of fact, no. Gorik runs forward um, and kicks open the door on the other side. So he runs fully through the house and pops up on the other side. He has about 10 feet of movement from there. He runs out. He's going to make a perception check to see if he notices where she is. He does have disadvantage because she is out of the dim light at this point. I'll run from the table. How are your eyes, Gorik? Oh god. They suck! That's an at one. He doesn't see shit. Um, however, he is going to prepare a reaction with his short sword if anybody comes close to him. But from what you guys have seen, it's probably not going to happen. Top of the initiative order, Tucker, that is you. How are you looking, bud? Okay, then I use my bonus action to go to the house, and then I use my action to search for it. Um, Go ahead and give me a perception check with disadvantage. Fuck. 
Mm-hmm. That was a 20. Yeah, he has disadvantage. Oh! You do not see her. Four plus four is eight. With my bonus action, I'm hiding. Okay, go ahead and give me a stealth check. Nine. Okay. Um, okay. You try to press yourself against the wall. Of the, of the, or like the, the trunk of the house, I'll say. That is the end of your turn. Tara, that is now your turn. Alright. Yeah, I guess I'm going to inspire the peoples with a bardic inspiration this time. Which one are you going to inspire? You get one. I would like to cast Cure Wounds on Davina again, and then my bonus action would give her bardic inspiration. Okay, so you run up to her while she's, again, prone on the ground, having been stabbed a few times by stakes, and you're going to go there, there. Yeah. <laughs> that was a love. Just like I'm skipping, just boom, <laughs> around. I got healed and I crawl slow. Find somebody gonna make you wanna turn around and say hey goodbye. And I get to the door and I'm like, ah. <laughs> 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 and then everybody else is like, ah. <laughs> Very Home Alone esque. Yeah. Okay. Um. Cool. You go and heal her. Go ahead and roll a d8. Plus your uh, charisma modifier. Four plus three is seven. Okay, Thank you're here for seven HP. She's back at eleven. <laughs> yeah, I'm at eleven now. And you now have a bardic inspiration dice. As a reminder, those are D six. Um, is at the end of your turn, Terra. You have like five feet of movement. I'll say. I believe. Oh wait, no. It'd be like ten feet of movement. I have ten feet of movement. Correct. I would like to run towards where I think Tucker is. So you go ten feet. Okay, uh, that is now Chasden's turn. Um, Tucker, as you are standing here and you see, again, Gorik cannot see in the dark, just like you, and he is just standing there. As he is standing there... You guys see him get shot with an arrow to the chest. And he drops. You have no idea how... He's just dead. Um, he landed not far from you. You see his eyes are open, but he... I'll say, uh, as a free uh, action right now, not on your turn, but as kind of almost a reaction, uh, give me a perception check of what you see on him. Woo! 19. Nice. He's in the dim light of the house as well. Um, he looks like he's paralyzed. Interesting. He also looks very wounded. Obviously, he has an arrow in his chest, but he looks very paralyzed. In which location was he shot? Right outside the house? Yeah, right outside the house. Next to me. Okay. But I'm, like, hiding. Davina, you see this. While you're prone, through the door, you see him drop. <gasps> no, no. No response. Um, you do hear several other gasps from uh, Melshota's men, as a matter of fact, as they all are just like, all of them were kind of prepared in case she came to you guys, but this is not the kind of fight that she's doing. Did I see where that came from? Uh, no, you're prone on the. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, not quite. That is still her turn. She is going to jump out of the tree again and run and hide. That is now your turn, Davina. Uh, reminder, to get up from prone, it takes half a movement. Okay. <laughs> um, is there like a cup or something on a table, something that I could just like hold in my hand? Yeah, sure. There's like a wooden cup. Okay, I'm gonna grab the wooden cup. I'm gonna cast light on it. Okay. Can I be like behind the window? Like if this is the door, can I be on the wall, like my back here? Oh yeah, you like can squish up against some of the no shadows workers. For you to be obstructed of me. By the by the door and stuff. The yeah. wall. Okay. Um, um so you squish up against it, you have partial cover. I think that's it. Okay, cool. That is now all of Mel Shadow's men's turns. Um they are in a panic at their leader being shot down apparently. 
and they are all going to rush out of their former spots of hiding. So you literally press against the wall and immediately all of them just leave it and just run out the door, almost like pushing past each other. And they form a kind of perimeter around uh, Mel Shadow's body, so he is no longer uh, visible. Cool. So that's all they can... Actually, you know She rolled terrible on her stealth, so I'm going to roll perception checks for each guy. There should be someone that should be able to spot her, but in the case that I rolled terribly for all of them, they will not. They each have a plus one. I will see now. She rolled pretty fucking terrible. So they will probably be able to find her, but I will roll down the line. First, I'll roll for the five that have disadvantage. That's a fail. 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 And a fail. Let me roll for the ones that do not have disadvantage. That's a fail. That's still a fail. That's a fail. That's a fail. And I think this is the last one. That's a fail. All of them rush out and twelve failed. And unfortunately, all of them go. I didn't roll well for her at all. So, unfortunately, they are not really able to help. Twelves are failing when she rolled badly. That is Gorik's turn. Gorik is unable to move. Um, That is now Tucker's (laughs) turn. Tucker, that is your turn. You saw the general direction she kind of ran off in. How far is the torch from me right now? Twenty feet. Can I go pick it up? You can use 23 your movement, you pick it up, that is, uh, you want to use your bonus action? Yeah, bonus action to pick it up, Okay. because that's use object. Um, you have 10 feet of movement left. And an action? Correct. I would like to try and, I don't know, like move 10 feet the direction I think she's in and try to see her while holding the light up. Okay, so again, you move 20 feet away from the entrance to the house, you grab the torch, you move 10 feet back, so you're not even at the house quite yet, um, but you kind of jut forward the, uh, the torch. Um, is that your action? Are you using yes. perception check? So this is the last thing I can do. Okay. Um, right. I will say, yes. I will say make a make a perception check with disadvantage. So, 12. That is a fail. You are not able to see her. Is that the end of your turn? Yeah, I feel pretty useless. It's a rough encounter. I'd like to enter the house and cross the river. Okay. So you run back towards the house entrance, you run up through the house, you run past... Is anybody even in the... Oh, you run past Dana who's holding a cup that is uh, lit. lit, I guess, and then you hang a left and run in that direction. Is that correct? Yeah, left is... Yes. Mm-hmm. So you run past... You see Gorik on the ground, by the way, surrounded by his men. Uh, you also see Tucker, I think, still... No, you were no longer pressed against the thing. You ran in her direction as well, so... Oh, they um, beat at the same place then? Yeah, about Wait, the same. But Not I went quite. right. Oh, you grabbed your torch. You see Tucker around the other side of the house with a torch in his hand. So he went 20 feet west and then 10 foot back towards the house. 10, no, I went east. 20 feet east, which is that where was she was the torch before. Was Okay, so you run around and you're gonna hold your action? I am, until Davina's turn. Okay. Um, are you gonna do anything else in your turn? You still have a bonus action. I think that's the end of my turn. Okay. So that is now... The, that is now Chazden's turn. Chazden <coughs> sees... Yeah, come on, Chubrub. Chazden sees a new person entering this area and is going to take a pot shot at her. I didn't know that one. Uh, you take 28 points of damage. Uh, as a arrow flies through the air and pierces your... You're holding the torch. Shoulder? Stomach? Something? Stomach. Mm-hmm. Stomach. What does that mean if that's more than what I currently have for each? Wait, then, then you huh? are down, yeah. which means you can't perceive her. Going to do another jump. 
jump? Well, she's been hiding in either. trees. We um, talked about the sleep thing. Didn't roll well on that one either. Um, that is your turn to be in a UC. <laughs> Uh, as you're peeking out the door, you see Terra now takes a shorter wound from an arrow and hits the ground pretty hard. I will chuck my light cup in that direction then. So you run out of the house and run past Terra's unconscious body. You run 15 feet out, mm-hmm. chuck this thing. Uh, it goes 10 more feet, so about 25 feet out from the um, entrance, uh, the northern entrance of the house. In this moment, you can barely see the outline of someone. Around four trees down that way, uh, two or three that way. I mean, if it's a grid, you could technically do that. Oh, if it's a grid of trees, just say where in the grid it is relative to the house. Is Davina smart enough? Oh, let's roll for that. <laughs> yeah, this come on, give us a chance. This is a legitimate question is, in the heat of combat, would she be able to properly understand how to convey to Tucker what it is? Yeah, go ahead, roll. Have an epiphany. No. <laughs> That's what do you call the opposite of an epiphany? Uh, okay. So unnatural one. Unnatural <laughs> one. We love to see it. Can anybody see me where I am right now? Um, Gorok's men can. Okay. They're all like huddling around his their dude. <laughs> Yell at them to charge. <laughs> she just go look and point in the random direction that she's. I just can't even imagine. I just take the cup and I chuck it. She's right there! And then she dashes back into the house. <laughs> that is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm gonna do. Just point, she's right there! And then dash all the way back and take cover. <laughs> Alright, this is D&D combat. <laughs> Alright, so you do that. Um, that's the end of your turn. You run back and as you run back, they're like, ah, Alright, let's go! <laughs> so, that is actually, funnily enough, their turn. So all 10 of them are going to all run in that direction. Not one is going to stay with the body. Not one. They've checked on These more. guys, I mean, at this point, we should know. They think as a collective. <laughs> they, they, they also already, um, I, they've been around him for long enough now. They know he's not dead. He's just like, oh. um, like down. But okay. also He's just if, bleeding out, which they're fine with. Also, if the, <laughs> okay. if the primary... If the primary threat is over there and there's only one threat as far as you guys know, then it's like, you know. Yeah. Um, so all 10 of them are going to run in that direction. Um, as they get closer, I will say that the people with dark vision are not going to have to make a check. The people with um, without dark vision will have to make a check to actually see her. However, they will be making it flat. I did roll quite well for her. Ah, it's not great, actually, for her. But So unfortunately, the five... Uh, non-dark vision folk are not able to see her. Mm -hmm. Um, However, the five with dark vision are, and they're going to surround the tree that she is in and start chopping at it to try to knock it over. Try to knock it over. Yeah. Yeah. She going jump. They're just doing their best. But that's good, because my turn, I'll actually be able to know where she is. Wow, I didn't think I was going to be that useful, but I guess I was. Um... They're going to each roll attacks. I would say right now that the tree has 30 HP and its AC is 14. They each have a plus three to hit. Such a tree. <laughs> Jesus, there's not one in there and that too. That's mine. I said it would roll one for him. Yeah, you did. God damn it. Okay, nice. well that's only one hit. Again, it had 30 HP. It is a, it's a flat D4. Oh wait, we wanted that to be a high number. It's a three. 
I thought he was rolling for the enemy. No, the I'm rolling for your guy. Can she? Can she jump from jump from tree top to tree top, right? You guys haven't seen. She's totally jumping from treetop to treetop. <laughs> That's her next move. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking okay. kill that bitch. That's the end of Mouchado's, or Mouchado's men's turn. However, you guys see that um, they're around and making a bunch of noise and commotion and stuff. As you guys hear just like thunks as everybody's trying to hit the, the tree down. One of the, the guy with the, the really thick branch is also trying to do it, so it's not really going well. Um, unfortunately, it seems like the... Um, the gnome with the axe is the only one it, that's actually able to do any damage to it. Gorica is still paralyzed. Tucker, that is you. Oh. Okay, how far from her am I right now? 45 Approximately. Feet. 45? How tall are the trees? And then there's like so steel wool on top. What do you mean by that? 10 feet and then the actual trunk stops and it's just wool, essentially. Okay, so the feed tree, trees are about 20 feet. That's part of the reason why I was saying you would still need to make a perception check is because there's a lot of wool for her to hide in. I want to throw the torch into the steel wool. Make a attack roll then. That's hey! good. You're okay. able to throw it into the tree. It sticks into the tree. There is now a little bit more light in the tree, um, in the steel wool part. It's mm-hmm. still obscured. It's still thick foliage, obviously, so it's not going to just like completely like a beam of light. But it, it does reveal quite a bit, and you can see the silhouette of her even from your distance now. Uh, go ahead and make your stealth check. That is 11. Okay. Um, all right, is that the end of your turn? Yes. Okay. Uh, that is now Tara's turn. Tara, go ahead and give me a death saving throw. Just a d20. That is a nine. That is one death saving fail. Uh, Tara starts to bleed profusely more from the shoulder. Oh. Chazin's feeling a little bit cornered here. Um, hmm. What is Chazin going to do? Things have not been going the best for Chazden. So Chazden is going to take one attack on one of the men and you guys see one of the guys drops immediately. So that is only nine guys left there now. And then she is going to throw something else and another guy drops. So two guys are now down. And she is going to use, (laughs) she is going to jump out of the tree this time. She's going to land on one of the guys to split the falling damage so both of them get hurt. Oh shit. Kills him instantly. She dies from him landing knee first on his throat, so that is now three guys dead. And she sprints 30 feet north. She seemed really uh, fatigued as she was running north. That's the end of her turn though. That is the end of her turn. And that is three men dead. Davina, that is now your turn. You saw none of this because you are inside the house. I'm gonna rush over to Terra and cast Cure Wounds. Yay. You guys are having like a little healing back and forth. <laughs> okay, cute. Go ahead and roll the D8 plus your spellcasting modifier. As Tara, you <gasps> come back up. <gasps> Seven. Nice. Plus two, nine. Yay. Tara, you are up for nine HP. Thank you. Uh, the, the wound heals and the arrow literally kind of like <laughs> falls out of the uh, open wound. How much distance was that between me and Tara? Five feet. She was right next to the door. Oh, perfect. Okay, I'm gonna use the rest of my movement to head towards the light and the commotion. You're able to get to the light, um, and you see <laughs> Mel Shadow's men look fucking terrified. They're like they holding like friends that yeah. are just fully dead. And you see one of them notices you and is like just pointing shakily north. Okay, I will take to that, and I guess I'll see Eric on the w- uh, Tucker on the way. Uh, Tucker's stealthed. Oh, okay. Badly, but he is stealthed. 
Okay, I will follow her. You go north five feet? Yeah, I guess cool. it's not much, but yeah. Okay, cool. Um, at the end of your turn, that is Mao Shadow's men. Um, there's seven of them. However, I'm gonna roll a uh, intimidation check for her because they are definitely a little bit shaken from that because, you know, just instant death. They are for the most part a little bit hesitant to go after her now. That show of strength was quite showy. Um, but at the same time, I'll say they collectively pick up their fallen and start to kind of shuffle their way back to the house to, because they're now realizing how dangerous it is, they are surrounding Gorik. Um, that is now Gorik's turn. Gorik is still down. You have no idea how long this paralysis poison lasts for, but he's not moving. Tucker, that is your turn. You saw what direction she went. You have limited visibility, so unless you get right up to her, you're not gonna be able to take an attack on her without disadvantage. I was about to ask, at what distance can I see her to use like a bow? So you can see her silhouette, you'll just have disadvantage. At what distance do I not have disadvantage? Uh, close enough to where you would have disadvantage from being too close. <laughs> so basically rapier distance. Yeah. So either hit her with a rapier without disadvantage or try to shoot her with a bow yep. with disadvantage. Yep. How close do you have to be to hit someone with a rapier? Five feet. Perfect, I'm only 33.54 feet away. <laughs> Very happy about this, aren't you? <laughs> I did the math. I know. All right, so I run 30 feet, so now I'm three and a half feet away from her. Davina, you see that extra lumpy tree that you had seen suddenly moves. <laughs> <laughs> it runs northwards. Naruto uh, running with a fucking rapier again. And I grab my rapier, and you. I stab at her you from three and a half feet away. You finally see her, like, properly. You see that she is a... A uh, drow woman with um, long, silky, silvery hair that is down her back that is tied into some kind of ornate knot. Um, and she is wearing uh, studded leather armor as well as kind of a lot of purple shoulder pieces and just like uh, wrist guards and such. Um, but she does notice you approach and she turns to you. Go ahead and make an attack. Ooh. You do see that her mouth is also covered by a um, cloth. Her eyes look surprised though. She didn't realize that you were there. Mm. 12. <laughs> plus what? Oh, right. Plus um, f four, 16. Oh, she deflects so your rapier with her own. She pulls out a short sword and blocks it. What? Do I have that skill? It's not a skill. You didn't hit her AC. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I, was just I using, thought that was like some was kind of thing. I was just doing flavor. I was just doing flavor. Okay. All right. Uh, is that the end of your turn? Are there any locks on her body <laughs> that I can open? <laughs> <laughs> I will let you do this because you are against another assassin. I will let you make a contested sleight of hand check since you guys just crossed blades a few Try to yes. nick something off of her person. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, I'll roll with you, I'll roll with you. All right, ready? All right, ready? one, two, I fail. Three. Oh. oh. Sleight of hand, I have uh, <laughs> eight plus six is 14. You do realize I rolled a nat one, right? So it doesn't really. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see that. Woo! So that means I steal her weapons. No. All of them. <laughs> All you of them. to accidentally remove the cloth around her mouth. Don't call it accidental. You rolled a 14, sir. You rolled a one. I did. Haphazardly. <laughs> you haphazardly, with your the 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 cloth off of her mouth, and she has her mouth folded into a very curt like expression. She's like, 
Now you know what she looks like. She's just deadpanning you a little bit. Just I like, already knew her name. Oh. Yeah, but he's also seen her before. Oh. Okay. All right, fine, whatever. I'm getting, happy. I got to do something. You just keep getting cloths from people. Oh yeah. <laughs> do do I keep the cloth? Yeah. All right, I I keep. What color is it? It's purple. Purple. I have I have pink, silk, and what's the material? <laughs> this is also silk. I'll say that. Purple silk. All right. Yeah. I need a pride collection. Oh, fair. Um, upon looking at you face to face, though, she with her lips pursed. Why are you interrupting my bounty? It's nothing personal. Nothing personal, kid. Okay, um, that is now Tara's turn. You don't know exactly where she is, but I'd imagine that you probably saw Davina run. And I'm then, dead. Uh, no, you're up I'm at eight, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> ma'am. <laughs> no, ma'am, you're in a Denny's. <laughs> oh my god. Um, oh, dark. So much, so much to remove. Edit out. Edit out. So much to remove. That you're so, at nine HP. I'm at nine HP. I know where she is. You know where your friends ran. Okay, I'm gonna run the 25 feet. You run 25 feet, you run into Davina's butt, and you see around her, you see Tucker in combat with this figure that you haven't seen until now, but you can probably put together that this is the, yeah. He has just taken off her, like, face mask kind of thing. Are they on the floor? They're, no. They're in a tree. They're on the, they're well, on the they're ground. They're standing. They're standing. I thought you meant like laying on. No, the, no. Okay, they're no. standing on. Yes, the they're not rolling, doing, they're, they're not doing on, the, on the ground. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna cast sleep on uh, Katniss. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Roll your five d8s. Does anyone want to donate? No, no, no. Before you do that, hold your d8. Give it good intentions. Give it good luck. Tell it you believe in it, and then put it in my hand. Very cool. Give it good intentions. Give it good luck. This is not a d8. <laughs> I just told the wrong one. You got this, guys. You can do it. I believe it. All of you. Oh, I did good. We both got the same. Hey. Not bad. 10, 14, 20. You cast sleep on her as she is in combat with Tucker, and you are still... 10 feet away? No. Yeah, like 10 feet away. Um, she does not drop. What happens? The spell fizzles. Your spell slot is gone, but she didn't fall asleep. So the mechanics of sleep is, is that the eight, uh, the 5d8s needs to surpass her current HP. Ah, and she has- We've made... done no damage to her. Oh, well, she did some damage to herself by falling out of a fucking tree, but- <laughs> But, but this does tell us at least how much HP she has, which is- At least 20. 21. True, yes. If it were to match, then she would fall asleep. So... So we know she has at least 21 HP left. All I have left is my bonus action, right? Mm-hmm. I am not going to do anything. I am going to care to myself. Okay. I'm going to be confused as to why that didn't work. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, cool. At the end of Terra's turn, that is Chasden's turn. Um, this is awkward for her now. <laughs> she sees that you guys have found her and are starting to approach. It's against Ivan's rules. What are you doing here? Why are you trying to assassinate Nalster? You know she's off limits. He's off limits if you're still under the Bountiful Harvest Alehouse. I'm switching, so to speak, to magpies. Not that you'll know about it, at least. In that case, I'm still not doing anything wrong here. We'll see how Ivan thinks of it. 
She's going to take a rape. Uh, actually, fuck that. She knows you're a turtle. Fuck this shit. No, 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 no. She's not gonna fucking do that. So she can see the two of you behind him. She knows he's a turtle, so she's not gonna take an attack on him. Instead, she puts her rapier to her side, pulls out her bow and arrow, and is going to lean over and take a pot shot at Davina. Wow. I rolled a uh, 16 total. Does that hit? That's my AC. That hits. Oh, cause Barkskin. Gotcha. Yeah. That hits. Um, that that is only. S- oh no, that's nine damage. Oh, I'm up. Oh. Are you still up? Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Um, and then she is going to use her movement to run. Uh, Tucker, you get an attack of opportunity on her because she's just going to turn and run. She's not going to disengage. Nine. What was that? Nine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So much sass in that. Um, You take a swing at her as she runs uh, eastward, you see. She runs eastward, so back kind of away. And she is going to use her bonus action to hide. Okay, that is the end of her turn. Davina, that is your turn. You just took another arrow. So I will first run in her direction. His or the direction you saw her run? The direction that I saw her run. Okay. You run 30 feet diagonally now, uh, northeast. Um, You don't see her immediately. So I'm going to do a perception check with the Bardic Inspiration. Uh, So you ran in her direction and go ahead and make that perception check. Roll uh, roll that with the d6. Roll them together. Oh, yay! Holy shit. 18 plus 4. Plus your perception? Plus my perception is a plus two, I believe. Yes. She only had a 19. You see her. Okay, perfect. So that's your action, your movement. You run over and you just see her just in a tree, just full, like just hanging onto the sides. I'm pointing and shouting. She's right there in that tree. Just keep going here. You see her just staring down at you, just like, what the f- <laughs> why is there a kid here? Okay, um, that is now, so Mel Shadow's men and Gorix, uh, I'm just going to remove them from the initiative tracker because they're, as far as we're concerned, not really relevant anymore. Um, they're also so far away to where they wouldn't really be able to see you guys unless you literally ran, or she somehow ran does, back to the house. Does Gorik need medical attention? You don't know. Gorik did. That is now Tucker's turn. Tucker, her position has been revealed. You would still have disadvantage because of the fact that it's dark. You guys never healed Gorik, huh? No. He's no, just he's down just... there doing saving throws. <laughs> he's not unconscious, he's just paralyzed. His eyes were open. Yeah. And he, like, he, the, his uh, pupils were moving and stuff. He was just paralyzed. Oh. I thought that just meant he no. wasn't dead yet and no. he was no. doing saving throws. Okay. No, normally when I just <laughs> I, thought, I thought he was like in his last moments. He was <laughs> conscious with his eyes open. You assume that Gorik gets saving throws. Mm, yeah. yeah. NPCs just die. <laughs> it's true. Oh. Yeah, you think the they guy, don't have our plot armor? You think the guy who got a fucking knee into his face as the girl was falling down got to make saving throws? No, that dude's dead. So then she doesn't get saving throws. Correct. <laughs> Die, bitch. All right. And if I go to the tr- well, sorry, I go to the tree. Okay. You run. <laughs> you run thirty feet eastward to the tree. You are at the base of the tree. You and Davina have met. All up. right. Do I instantly notice her presence above me? You can see a silhouette because she's pointing it out. If you were to use your bow and arrow, it'd be a disadvantage. Okay. What the fuck do I have here? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Nothing. I use my short bow to attack. Okay. Go ahead and roll with disadvantage. Oh, oh, that 
was a nat 20. Another one, another one, one in 400. Oh, eight. That's not fucking enough. Are you kidding me? What is the total? 12. That's not gonna hit. I know. Get ready and you have like a killer shot lined up, but then Davina jumps again and just hits like your elbow and just ah, flies directly out. Oh my God. Uh, I'm useless. Oh. <laughs> so dramatic. Are you gonna do anything else in your turn? That's your action and movement. I don't know. Can I just like stand in front of Davina. Oh, yeah, if you want to get her like out of um Chasden's line of sight, you definitely can. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to stand in front of Davina as like a wall. Okay. To that be like Chazden you can't can. hit her behind yeah. me. That way Chasden can't hit her with an arrow. Yeah. He's going to turn around and strangle you for ruining this <laughs> shot. <laughs> All right. Um that's Tara's turn. Okay. I will go to the base of the tree and then I will use my dart to aim for her eye. And don't forget about it. I can I get up, Bardic? <laughs> I'm the one that has to do the guiding bolt. Oh, that's true. The other guys won't hit anymore. And then for my bonus reaction, I'm gonna give Bardic inspiration to Davina. What's the? What are you saying? What do I sing to yeah. guide her guiding light? Uh-huh. <laughs> well, at last I see. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you're gonna throw a dart at her. Um, at her eyeball. Hmm. Specific. Uh, what did you use okay. your bar to go ahead and roll your d20? Mm. Don't fail me now, buddy. No. It failed you now, buddy. It failed me now, buddy. Okay. Um. Yeah. I like. I think that was an eight total. I did lose my darts, guys. I have no more darts. Five That's all right. Three. Um. An eight is not going to hit you. Throw it, and it does sink into the iron vein, like tree itself, but it does not hit her, unfortunately. Can't get her. We need to get really fucking lucky to hit her. We haven't gotten one hit. She's got Bardic and she's next, so let's see how the guiding bolt works. So, Chasden is actually next. Fuck me. How are you guys all looking? I have nine HP. I'm on death's door. I have five HP and I'm standing in front of her, guarding her. Okay. And none of us can hit her. Okay, so Not here's- Not a single blow. Uh-huh. I, <clears throat> I've noticed. So- The campaign dies today. Here's <laughs> what's going to happen. <laughs> She is going to, having noticed that she is once again trapped by people, she is going to jump out of the tree onto Tucker <laughs> and split the falling damage with you. It is 20 feet, so I'm going to, you don't, there's no saving throw for this. She's landing directly on you. I have no dodging roll? Nope. She just teabagged you back in the neck. <laughs> She's taking damage too, that's why. Okay. Um, I'll roll it from the table. Yeah, we're both down. That is six damage. So three for me, three for her. No, both of you take six. Oh, I'm down. Okay. And then she is going to see Davina and Tara in front of her. I'm going to roll a quick split decision insight check for her. This isn't her action. This is literally just deciding who she's going to attack with what. Um, Otherwise, if you guys want, you guys can both make luck rolls. I will always test luck. Okay. Um, I will say this. Whoever rolls lower gets hit by the stronger weapon. Oh! Again, that's two, three, that's a roll off. 19. 19. Okay, so this is actually kind of good. Davina gets hit with a stronger weapon, or is going to. We don't know if she hits yet. Um, so you see Tucker, who valiantly stood in front of you to prevent an arrow attack, suddenly gets teabagged and hits the ground, full body in shell on the ground, unconscious. Um, and she is going to make a uh, quick short sword jab at you. 
That's only an 11. Oh, So she misses. Oh! And she is going to use an offhanded attack, pull out a dagger, and stab you with it. That is going to be a 21. That is going to hit, I imagine. Damn. Yep, I'm done. Only going to do... uh, Well, how much HP do you have? Two. Well, there's a chance you're still up. Uh, because of the fact that it's an offhanded attack, it's only going to do a d4 of damage. Okay. Ah! Uh, Tara, you see Davina drops in front of you. Rough. And she lands and turns to you and kind of perks her head a little bit at seeing a dwarf randomly. And then there was one. She's talking to me? So that was the end of her turn. Davina, that is your turn. Give me a death saving throw. Seven. That is one death saving fail. Um, as Davina starts to kind of cough up blood, she um, Chaz then kind of acknowledges you again, Tara. Well, are you going to let me finish my mission, or am I going to have to kill you and your friends? And what if your job is my friends? Uh, before she speaks, Tucker, go ahead and roll a death saving throw. Mm-hmm. That's one pass. 14. So uh, Tucker starts to stabilize from being teabagged. He's used to it. Jesus. Oh, poor Tucker. God. Tara, on your turn, she speaks, and then you can take your turn. Unless you're friends with the Dryad, I guarantee you the three of you are not my targets. But she she kind of looks to you just like questioningly like, if you, it, it seems very obvious that if you try to make any move to attack her, or if your friends do, do you she's have going to remove stuff? your friends. I am going to cast Cure Wounds on Davina. Do you say anything before you do this? Because you could easily be doing this aggressively too and running up like, we're going to continue fighting. No, I'm going to do this like a tough losing Appa thing, where I just choose my friends in the Sinking Temple over Appa. Do you say anything to her? No. Okay, so you walk over to Davina, and you cast your Cure Wounds. Four plus three, seven. Okay. Davina, you once again come out of unconsciousness to uh, seven HP. Yes. Feeling very hurt still. Yikes. Does her death save go away now? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, it goes away? Yes. Yeah. So, Tara, that's the end of your turn? Or are you doing anything else? That was your action. I'm just going to glare at this bitch. So, uh, she sees Davina go up. She sees you not say anything to her. And she kind of narrows her eyes and goes over to Tucker's unconscious body, takes a dagger out that you guys see is dripping in poison, and puts it to his throat, and then takes her rapier and puts it behind his skull. She uh, stands there and looks at you guys, looks at the two of you that are conscious now. Davina, you're kind of getting up from the ground, uh, breathing heavily. One more chance. Drop your weapons. Stop. He's he's my friend. And don't hurt. Don't hurt Nalster. He's my friend too. She's not paying attention to Davina. She's looking at you, Tara. You do realize that if she she can just remove your Oh, you guys don't remember cuz you guys don't So if she attacks your unconscious body where you're prone, she removes your death saving throws. Mm. She can fully kill you right now. Um, that is the end of Chasden's turn. Davina, that's your turn now. You guys do see, as a show of faith, she lifts up part of, like, one of, um, her, her cloth pieces, and you guys see that there's a potion there. With what intention? To just continue the threat? You can't really tell. 
it's kind of weird in this moment, to be honest, to just randomly be like, and I have a potion. Mm. <laughs> Me, I, if I were to hypothesize, I think it's probably a healing potion. She's just showing us that she's more than capable of ending all of us, and she even has the extra cushion, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I think the wisest decision is to no longer provoke her, only because the situation right now is in our favor. With Nalster missing, she's not able to complete her mission, and we're now somewhat fighting for nothing. She's not really going to kill us either, so I will. De I'm going to decide to stand down, but I do want to talk with her. Do you put down your stuff? You're, sorry, your boomstick. <laughs> do you I put down? Your, 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 <laughs> damn, Davina has a shotgun. No, do you put down your your broomstick? Oh. Yes, first, yeah. You put down your broomstick. You see she her, her grip on the, the rapier and dagger kind of relaxes. What? Why are you doing this? I just, I just wanted to save my friend. There was a pretty good pay on this. It's just for money? If it's money, I can get you something more. She pauses, intrigued, and holds up a hand at the sound of Tucker coughing because he's bleeding out and she points to the potion at her hip. Is it time for me to roll again? Um, I was giving you the benefit of a doubt, to be honest, that your friends aren't just gonna let you choke to death, but if they don't do anything, then Well, yeah. so far Wait, so I'm succeeding, so you know, I could come out of it on my own. Wait, okay. so there's a time limit, so the longer I keep interacting with her, he's gonna just do death saving throws? Yes. Okay. But you'll know whether my saving throws are going well or not. Yeah. You can see how I'm reacting on the ground. But there's a risk of an at one. Yep. So, okay. I'm well, I still though. have zero fails. He really wants to. But see how that this one goes. is a death. Now no, that one is only those. two. So now like, I'm not. I can't okay. die yet. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. Okay. Uh, in which case, Tucker, go ahead and roll a death saving throw. He really wanted to. Twenty. Oh, I'm back up. This changes things slightly. Um. We will say that we're still in initiative order. He, Tucker's at one HP, <laughs> and it's at the beginning of Tucker's turn. Wait, so he's like alive, alive. Alive, alive. She doesn't seem to notice. His eyes have opened. He realizes the situation. That is an insane fucking nat twenty. Yeah. Wait a minute. What the it's fuck, yeah. Eric? Oh my God. What the fuck was that? That's some bullshit. These guys are. All his right. Eyes are open. I. This is the dagger. She, I am grabbing my rapier and my dagger. You are prone currently. If you do that, she's gonna notice. I, I would just like. Yeah, well, she's gonna get a turn. She can kill me. I'll go back to where we were before. <laughs> I haven't heard any of this conversation. I wake up and she's above me with knives on me. Okay, reminder. so what can I do prone? So uh, I will say this typically, you would have disadvantage. She's not fucking noticing you right now, so I will say you can roll flat. Okay, I want to do rapier and dagger. Okay. So main hand so and offhand hand attacks. Okay. So you make a rapier attack at her. Muscle man. 12 plus four is 16. Does not hit. You see it dinks off of, uh, like she's able to move her idea. rapier away and she just kind of looks down at you and with her reaction that she was holding, stabs. Okay. <laughs> she might not hit, uh, you are prone so she has advantage. Uh, that is a 20, she hits. Why'd you roll two? Oh, I get it. Prone. Um, you only have one HP, so I'm not going to roll the damage. Uh, she stabs you and just <laughs> removes the, the knife or the. Yeah, you know what? She doesn't even stab you with the. Um, 
with a rapier. She stabs you with a knife, and you are back unconscious. I'm not going to do anything to you more, I promise, okay? It's just... I have a very rich and powerful friend, you see? He can give you a job. Like, a consistent one? With consistent pay? <laughs> and... And he's a good guy, too. I, you might... You might know him. I, I know you're not bad. You didn't... You didn't kill... You didn't kill anyone yet. That's not true. <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to keep that because that's funny as fuck. Because also, Davina would probably feel some issues with how many people died in front of her. It makes way more sense that she didn't recognize okay. it. Okay. Um, at this, she kind of. No, hold on, hold on. You're telling me that Davina saw Tucker wake up and go, oh, fuck my knives. And the woman went, you're knives. <laughs> No, leave it. It's perfect. She's like eleven. Her, no, her whole her whole character is denial of real consequences yeah. to what's happening in front of her. Also, Tucker is still breathing. Isn't it? She denies death. Yeah. Tucker is still breathing, that you can see. Yeah. So okay. then, yeah. Okay. All right. Keep it in. For now. Okay. For now. Later, we'll remind you of how you saw a man's face get caved oh, in. Oh, I'll totally do it right now. I'll be like, she'll be like, you haven't killed anybody yet. And I'll be like, four people are dead in that shack. But he, you didn't kill Melly Mel. Um, Chaz then kind of nods to herself, but then shakes her head. You know, no, 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 no. I don't want some job from now until the next few you don't understand how much money is on your friend's head if i complete that bounty i'm i am set who do you think is financing this hit you're talking about a noble paying me for services for however long who do you think what kind of person do you think is paying for this job they're paying premium baby 10 times the normal amount do you think money is the most important thing? You don't think having friends or really powerful people by your side and 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 gifts and other things are just as important? Hey Kylie, it's your turn in initiative. You should heal me. <laughs> Tucker, make a saving throw. I've never heard my little pony try to convince someone not to commit murder. <laughs> I've never heard. So that's a four, so that's a fail. And now have a once. Heal me. As she notices Tucker start just coughing up again, like just like start to seize, she sighs to herself and just starts shaking her head at you saying all this to her nonsense. And she takes the potion from her hip and uncorks it and Fries open Tucker's mouth and starts to pour it inside. Um, Tucker, you no longer have to make saving throws. Yeah. However, you are not healed. This is not a healing potion. Is it that you don't have enough to eat? Or you don't have a place to sleep? Is it like those things? At this, she turns to you, Tara. Kind of like a, what the fuck? Is, is she not? I'm going to, uh, I've been mute i have not talked to this person at all i haven't talked for this entire conversation or I, well i told you she killed definitely killed four people mm. 
I think she's hot. And, um, <laughs> Seduce her? Oh my god. <laughs> I think she's hot, and she I can't pin her down, and she hasn't taken a single hit, and then she stabbed Tucker, and I was like, but that's my friend, you devilish lady. <laughs> um, though I, uh, I think I'm gonna pick up my finger and do the crazy loco yeah. cogs turning symbol, right? And then with my other hand, gesture to uh, Davina where she can't see the crazy symbol on the other side of my head saying, I got this. <laughs> two different signals to two different people. Chasden slowly nods and kind of sighs a little bit before smiling to herself, before reaching into another pouch and pulling out two more identical looking potions. Can I roll to see if I recognize these potions? Sure. It's not like I've never met Drow before. Fair. What am I rolling? Uh, I'll say history check. 14. Okay. Um, you definitely have seen Drow carry these around before, like combat Drow, Drow that are assassins or just warriors in general. This is not a thing held by like civilians, civilian Drow. Like you didn't see like the people at the hibiscus flower holding them, for example. Right, okay. And Tucker had it and now is breathing consistently, like, not hard at all, so all logic shows that these should be fine. I am not going to attack this woman. Okay. I hope that she took my silence as me not actively attacking, and that's about as much res as much uh, surrender as you ever get from a dwarf. I will not say my surrender. Mm -hmm. She approaches the two of you with one hand on her short sword still. She extends a hand with the two potions to each of you. <laughs> I want to know more about her. Okay. And I don't have, wait, I want to, can I also, wait. Can I also continue yeah, yeah, my can. conversation? She, okay. It does seem like though she's not really bearing you any mind at this point. Do we take them? Yeah, I'll take, I'll take one. You take one? Yeah. Um, I will also take one. Okay. You get, you'd get to live in like a big palace and wear nice things. And what, what did you want to buy? Like I wanted to buy some like really pretty stuff. I mean, maybe we can get you those things. There might be a little bit of meat in there. I have things that I want to buy that are none of your concern. And no matter how much your noble friend or rich benefactor or whatever it may be can pay me, they will not be able to pay me as much as bringing a dryad's dead corpse to my employer. Speaking of which, um, how much were they planning on paying you? That's not really information you need to know. Now. You're right, you're not up for negotiations. I'm not. I can see. Now I'll give the two of you a choice. You can either drink the potions that I gave you, or I can start stabbing until neither of you can move. And at this, she posed like she unsheaths her short sword again and palms her dagger with the other hand. Chug, 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 Would both of you kindly give me constitution saving throws? 16. Um, both of you start to feel very sleepy. However, you guys do not immediately pass out. You guys just immediately start to feel very woozy. Oh, no. <laughs> Is it getting 
So you guys take the potions. Oh yeah. And she looks to the two of you, and as soon as you guys finish drinking the potions, she smiles, but not like the kind, polite one she was doing earlier. She smiles a little bit more sinisterly. Oh great. Now that you've taken those, you won't wake up when I knock you out. Sweet dreams. And she's going to take two attacks, or she's going to first uh, take two attacks on Davina. Her, uh, she's not using the sharp point of her weapons, she's actually trying to do non-lethal damage right now. So she's going to take her first attack. That's a 27 hit. No, no, I'm kidding. No, yeah. no. <laughs> Damn. Imagine if you have to constantly just hit the back of my head. Just like... And she does 11 points of uh, non-lethal damage. You are knocked unconscious. Do you do anything? It's your turn. <laughs> Does my resistance help here at all? Um, but yeah, no, she- you do see that she, like, didn't stab your friend or anything. She literally just grabbed the butt of her sword and just smacked her over the head. As a matter of fact, you almost saw, like, stars flying out of Davina's head as this happened, and she just crumbled on the ground. But she, like, fell asleep. She didn't, like, die. Okay. Is there anything I can do before I knock out that would be beneficial to us at all? I am going to take out from my bag, haphazardly, the fancy, stupid, curse bracelet from the rich noble and hand it to her haphazardly before crashing to the ground and, and succumbing to the sedative. <laughs> the, one that, the one that I stole in the day spa. That is the most insane shit ever. Yes, as you do this, she she sees you like your your eyes kind of start wobbling, your vision gets fading and stuff, and you like just uh, uh, <laughs> and she just looks at you like you see so much confusion on her face, like what the fuck is this dwarven girl doing? But she takes the bracelet and puts it in her bag. What's the curse on that thing? That she, is she can't get rid of it. Yeah. And additionally, tracking on it. Yeah. Additionally, she leans down to you as your like eyes are slowly shutting, and she kind of smiles a little bit, and says something only to you that I'll send to you in a bit. That is very surprising to you as you pass out, and you see she puts a vial into your bag, and that's where we we'll end our session. Fuck. Did we do any damage to her? We nope. never touched her one time. The only damage she did she was self-inflicted. She fell. She was like, ah, new shoes. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, arguably, like, you guys cornered her. Like, she had to fucking, like, jump out of a tree. Otherwise, she was just going to get cornered. But yeah, no, this was a overall extremely <laughs> fucked encounter. Um, was it meant to be like this? In terms of the difficulty, yes. So here, here's the thing. Here's the, the thing that, and, and why it may have seemed so difficult was, there is another situation here where the initiative order is different. It's more, it's better for you guys. You guys uh, notice what you guys need to do strategy-wise a lot earlier. Um, you guys approach the house differently in some way. You guys, granted, I didn't expect you guys to use this, but I was preparing for it. You guys literally use the additional men as cannon fodder. You tell them just fucking run for it and see what happens. No! Yeah, no, I didn't think you guys would do that, but just in case, yeah. Um, the other thing too is, is uh, if you guys went with Mel Shadow, you guys could have gotten more than 10 people to come. That would have been more perception checks. There was that one round where all of them rolled terribly. She, for, for that round, it was only a, a DC 14, and they each have a plus one. 
granted five of them were rolling with disadvantage, but it was truly insane that I actually failed that. Um, and I rolled in front of you guys, so you guys saw I was fucking rolling terribly. Um, there, there are situations where she's making so many stealth checks. There are situations where on one of them she wasn't at one. She falls out of a fucking tree. Um, but yeah, no, it was it was meant. Did to she be take a, damage from that? Yeah, <laughs> it was a really rough encounter for a reason. Um, this is you guys punching above your weight class or being in a fight with someone way above your weight class. So is this like a level twenty person? No, nowhere near. Oh my god. Can no. Can we know what level this person is at? No. I just. <sighs> they actually have so many other abilities that I didn't use too is the funny thing and they had like magical items on them in case they got cornered because the other thing too is is that um, typically in D&D there's a thing called action economy and the side with more turns normally wins so one attack slash maybe two or one round or one, one, one person's turn per round versus 14 people's turns per round. Normally the, the group with more sides wins unless it's like very unbalanced. If your actions mean something. Yeah. I um, imagine that she was level six through eight is my hypothesis. That's a fair hypothesis. How yeah. much HP did she have when we tried to put her to sleep? Um, way more than 20. I'm not gonna tell you guys the exact amount because I anticipate that you guys might see her again. Um, I highly doubt you guys won't cross paths again as a matter of fact, especially with what this means for the whole, um, the, the, noble uh, the nobility vote on higher level assassins that you guys heard about from Ivan. Um, but yeah, do you guys have any questions for me? Probably nothing you can answer. Oh, uh, shoot, uh, spitball a few. All right. Oh, okay. You are making intense eyes. What's up? Where can we find cheap gear? Where's the Walmart? <laughs> In terms of upgrades for all of you. Yeah. And will we get an opportunity to get at those? Uh, I don't think that buying is what's going to get us better combat. I think it's leveling up. Leveling up and also just like, I mean, the the... Bigger issue right now is, yeah, you guys are underleveled compared to this person. Um, and also just like, you guys don't have any special things to use Honestly, for the most part. the best equipment comes from quests. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. It'll take you like an eternity to build up the amount of gold necessary to buy a good Also item. like magic items just normally aren't available for sale. Yeah. Um, I will say, I don't actually think the wild shape thing ended up mattering for this encounter. Well, I mean, it, it could, maybe could have. Um, I think it would have made it entirely different because she could have been a rat and found her before we ever left stealth, which would have changed everything. She could have also just shot and killed her through her rat form. How would she know? On the other side of the... Repeat. Is she just shooting every rat and animal she sees in so, the forest? There's not really any rats in this forest, so I think if you you mean if she turned into something that was native to the area, yeah. right? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, what's native to this demonic land? <laughs> <laughs> I actually have... Don't a, you know? It's demon worms. <laughs> I have an ecology list. <laughs> they fly a, through the sky. I have a biology list. Of, she could have turned into a rabbit. Okay. There are rabbits here. Although it would have been really funny if she just got, like, souped up by a hawk. Although it's nighttime, so maybe an owl instead. But yeah, so no other questions? Was there anything that any of us could have said to prevent this specific outcome that was better than this one? You guys never threw Yenis under the bus. Hmm. Huh. Which was another thing that could have changed the outcome pretty severely. 
is like if you guys had just thrown Yenis under the bus immediately, she probably would have honestly just grabbed one of you guys, ran with you guys, and be like, all right, what the fuck do you mean Yenis told you I was here? You know what I mean? Like she wouldn't just like surrender or stop her like quest or whatever, but she might have been like, hey, what do you, why are you saying my younger brother's name? But now we have that trump card if we ever see her again, we can still be like, do you want to know who tipped us off about your job? And That's true. And she's be like, yeah. And we're going to be like, well, well that should have been your dying breath. Well, that you have to give us this information. We don't need anything from her right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe we want her employer in the future. Maybe that's our next lead. But now she has the bracelet and we know where she's going. You guys don't, but someone does. <laughs> At least they don't know where we're going now. Case in point, she took it willingly. Mm -hmm. That was just a saving throw. Kylie's so happy about this. <laughs> I, I feel like that- Something I feel like, good came out of I it. I feel like that makes like you happy despite how bad the encounter went. You're just like, I, fuck it, I fucking tricked this away to someone. I got rid of the tracking bracelet? <laughs> That's, I got my ass kicked, but I got rid of it. That maybe could be used to our advantage. I mean, I know we're gonna meet her anyway, again later most likely, but if we could figure out who put the tracking Maybe we could threaten that person. I know it was a bit of a longer session today. Sorry about that, guys. Our combat typically takes a little bit longer. Um, you know what? I got some silk today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. No, Tucker's preparing to uh, become a silk trader in the future. Yes. You're going to make, like, pocket squares or something. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You're going to be like that guy from Atlantis who's like, I want to have a flower shop and not blow things up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in which case, thank you guys so much for joining us uh, at the After Hours Adventures podcast. Um, go ahead and uh, grab any uh, any silk you have lying around and make sure you keep it close to your heart away from Tucker's uh, grabbing hands um, as we cheers for the end. Oh my God. Don't hit those that hard. Oh <laughs> I trust y'all. You're y'all are adults. Don't break my shit. <laughs>